life. I think everything's cancer, you know. And uh, but re recently, I luckily developed uh, depression. Well, that's good. Uh, nothing will cure hypochondria like suddenly wanting to die, you know. Pretty good. Like I found like a lump in the shower the other day when I was like uh, like scrubbing up, and I, and I was like, oh shit, what if this turned out to be nothing? Then what the fuck am I gonna do? All right. Uh, people always say like dying in your sleep is the best way to die, you know, and they make it sound so nice. They say he died peacefully in his sleep. But I've always had my doubts though, just because like might have been peaceful from their point of view, but like how do you know what the guy was dreaming about when he died, you know? The guy has some fucked up dreams. Like when I die, it's going to say he died in his sleep, stark naked, terrified, frantically searching for his middle school homeroom. Okay. No laughs yet, but that's okay. Uh, there's one. I, uh, trying to do, like, uh, trying to do the apps. I don't like it as a man in his 40s. I don't like people, like, complaining about the apps, you know? Like, all these young people are, like, always bitching about the apps. They have no idea what dating was like before the internet, you know? It wasn't some wonderful situation. You used to have to just walk up to somebody cold and just be like, hi. <laughs> you don't like the apps? Uh, you don't like Tinder? Try having somebody swipe left on you in person. Physically, so that's what I'm supposed to say in that joke. Only done it a hundred times. Out of my field of vision, loser. Okay, everybody I meet on the on those apps is like really into astrology, you know, and I can't get into it, you know. And uh, I I always like to fuck with them though. I like to ask them when we're talking about astrology. Uh, you ever think about which one of your dad's balls you came from? Because you know it's one or the other, right? It's, how is that more ridiculous than astrology? At least it's got physiology behind it in some way, you know. Like, I'm a very, like, introverted guy, like, in real life, but on stage, I'm uh, much more outgoing, so, like, I think I'm, like, left ball, but kind of right ball rising. Okay. 249. Uh, yeah, I, I, there was uh, one type of sexuality that I met on, the, on those dating apps, and that was, like, the sapiosexuals. I don't know if you guys know what these sapiosexuals are, uh, but it's, this is the only sexuality that I flatly reject, you know? Like, these people, they say they're attracted to intelligence, and not looks, you know, like the rest of us. Shallow pieces of shit, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> like, uh, we're all attracted to intelligence, but it's got limits, you know? Like, don't tell me you're going home to YouTube and pumping off to old Stephen Hawking interviews. Seems ridiculous. 325. All right. I should tell a different joke at the end here. That one takes about a minute. So that's too long. Oh, I don't know, you guys. What are we talking about here? Have any new jokes? I don't know. The other day, uh, the other day I came home from the bar. I eat this like big hamburger. I had the hiccups. And I come home. I have the hiccups. And uh, Amy goes, uh, "We gotta talk." And I'm like, "What is it?" And she goes, "We have to talk." I'm like, "What is it?" And she goes, "I'm pregnant." And she goes, "Are your hiccups gone?" And they were. They were gone. And also, I'll never get hiccups again. So that was uh, the fun thing. That actually happened to me. So thank you, guys. Uh, please give it up uh, for Brett Jennings. Thank you. Give it up for Daniel Lewis, everybody. Uh, were you saying that because she's right in front? I don't. You. I think deep, I put deep to whatever you guys want. What do you want? We're, whatever makes your lives easier. She's your ride. <laughs> All right. Give it up for Deep Tanju. Deep Tanju Ja, right? That's your last name. Why did I forget your last name? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you forgot my last name because it's 
shorter than the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say your last name very often. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, shorter and easier. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I just watched Oppenheimer. Great movie. At least that's what my friends told me. I I love. Who's the director of the movie? I forgot his name. Oppenheimer. Yeah, I love all of his movies because like. After watching his movie, you have to go back home and watch a video on YouTube to actually understand what happened. Great. Uh, I love being in America. America is really free. You can do anything and everyone supports you. Like, tomorrow I can just be like, hey, I want to be a girl. I want to cut my dick off. Everyone would be like, you go girl. But as an immigrant, if I say like, hey, I want to be a, an American, they're like, go back to your country. And I'm like, that's not a way to talk to a woman. <laughs> yeah, I recently saw Brett smoking below my apartment. <laughs> and I, I had recently quit cigarettes while I was on opioids. So I just suggested <laughs> to Brett like, hey, Brett, have you tried heroin? That's a great way to quit cigarettes. What? Yeah. Have you have you guys heard about Lord Krishna? He's like one of those Hare Krishna, Hare Rama guys. Yeah. The, the his spiel is that he comes back to life every night and dances with like seventy hot women. That's that's a story. Everyone believes in that. And I think he was the last brown guy who had good game. He was blue, but you don't have to be factual about it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's my god. Stay, <laughs> stay away from my gods. <laughs> yeah. I I like how how you Americans treat your older generation. Like you don't talk to them. You leave them in a old age home, and when they die because you guys have so much regret, you go to their headstone and talk to them. But Indians, because we spend so much time with our family, especially when they are old, that when they die, we just burn them to the ground. We don't want them to be alive, not even a piece of them. Some people also bring out marshmallow. We have a good night camping out. Yeah, there was a tag there. I don't remember it now. Yeah, yeah, either, either that, either we just hated our parents more than you, or we were just really scared about a zombie apocalypse. Just Im imagine a old Indian uncle coming back as a white walker. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah, that's my audience. <laughs> I I need you to be at every show for this joke to work, and then we can have the same conversation every time. And that would be such a nice crowd work clip, but in a bigger room. Yeah. I, I still have one minute, Brett. Oh, Brett's in a rush, so I'll probably do 10 more minutes. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I went out on a date with this woman. She was really weird about everything. Like she was like, hey, don't put your glass there. And then she would say, I'm sorry, I'm type A. Then we went to her house and she was like, hey, can you take your shoes off? Again, I'm sorry, I'm type A. And by the end, I was so annoyed by her. I was like, you are just type C. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. That's my time.
Coming up next is Paul Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Deep Chanchu Jaw, everybody. All right. And fresh out of the bathroom, make it loud for... I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just Never kidding. using the bathroom again. Oh, it was God. just number one, and I was trying to go really silently. <laughs> okay, give it up for Brett Jennings, everybody. Woo! Ah! Okay, these are old jokes. Please give me feedback on what I should do, because I have a competition. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I've been having trouble making friends. And I think it's their fault. <laughs> I, uh, I was hanging out with my friend Annie, and I was meeting her roommate for the first time. And so I was like, hi, I'm Brett. And then she turned to me and she said, I never know if people are being nice to me because they like me, or if they're just being nice to me because I'm attractive. And I was like, oh, you're not. And we're not friends. Okay. Should I include, though, when I'm like, oh, it's not something you'll ever have to worry about? Is that... I'll cut it. Um, I know I should have practiced this at shows before this moment, but I am lazy. Uh, let's try... I, I hate old jokes. Let's just do what I want. Oh, Albert! Hey, are you tra doing your comedy, your set for Batter? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I love... My, I blame my mother. Does anyone have a mom? Perfect. You'll get this. I uh, I love my mom. Uh, we do a lot of things together. Our favorite thing to do together is we watch this TV show called Jewish Matchmaking. Uh, the only issue is she keeps calling it Jewish lovemaking and then telling people that we watch it together. Okay. Well, this is not as... I should have done this at shows. Uh, I'm going to do new bits because I don't care. Um, do you guys, uh, I love disabled people. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the disabled. Uh, I love disabled people so much that I only date autistic men. Yeah. Uh, I was dating this one guy, and, uh, whenever he got stressed out, he would pretend to be a dinosaur. He would just, he would just go, rah. <laughs> And uh, so I, I would stress him out on purpose because it was fun to watch. And then he ghosted me. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, another thing I like about dating autistic men is I'm also awkward. So on dates, it's less like two people getting to know each other and just two people like yelling facts at each other. <laughs> He's just like, I like trains. And I'm like, do you want to know a fun fact about Columbine? Like it's just... <laughs> It's just like Dylan Klebold's a Virgo. Like it's so, never mind. You'd have to know about Columbine, but that's funny. Um, I think that's pretty fun on dates. Uh, I wish I could watch myself on a date. I actually, never mind. I shouldn't admit that. Um, <laughs> let's see if I wrote anything I want to do. Don't, don't buzz me. Don't do the buzzy thing. Oh, I've been on dates also. I try to weed people out who aren't compatible. So, like, the questions I ask are, like, how much ketamine do you do? Because if they say, I don't do ketamine, it's obviously not going to work. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else I like. Can I do my... S I should do this because uh, I'm on apps. Uh, I like the apps. I like Tinder and Hinge, but I don't like Bumble. Because it's a lot of pressure, because the girl has to message first, and I never know what to say. 
Uh, the first time I matched with someone, I was Googling, like, fun questions to ask. And they had a list of questions. And the question that stood out to me was, uh, have you ever had any premonitions of how you're going to die? And I was like, who hasn't, you know? So I sent that to someone. And then, you know when you're rereading something and you're like, ah, that's so much more threatening than I thought it would be. So I was like, I have to let them know I'm fun. So I messaged, I'm fun. And he unmatched me. Okay, thank you guys. That's it. Give it up for Brett. She is so fun. I hope you have a great competition tonight. Uh, okay, next up we have to the stage a gentleman and a scholar who let us rearrange the list on him. Thank you so much, Paul the Grillmaster Robinson. Give it up for Paul, everybody. Paul! Paul! Sometimes, sometimes things make less sense than usual. I, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Brett likes disabled people or something. That's, I have a blind friend. You guys, any of you have a blind friend? I have a blind friend named Bill. Partially blind. I have really bad vision. I always worried, like, you know, it's a, if I didn't have my glasses, I'd be... B I have a blind friend, though. His name's Bill. I call him Blind Bill. Everybody calls him Blind Bill. That's not true. I'm the only one who calls him Blind Bill. Uh, having a blind friend definitely teaches you things. Um, like patience, you know? Uh, wisdom. Because blind people... I mean, let me tell you, they suck at everything. They're really not good at things. Have you ever seen a blind guy try to cross the street? He's like groping around it for that crosswalk button. Groping around for that crosswalk button. It's like he's a, yeah, it's, it looks like a, a frat guy looking for the clitoris, you know? It's like a little higher. You're right there, you're a little lower. Fuck, man, it's right there. I, uh,. Blind Bill. What else do I have to say about Blind Bill today? I also have to say this about Blind Bill. Uh, you have to get creative what you can do. Like, he can never beat me at video games. Like, it's not going to happen. So you have to get a little creative on what you can do with a blind friend, you know? I'm like, Blind Bill, you know how they say when you're blind, your other senses get heightened? Like, we should teach you some lock picking. You can try to... Get you into a grand larceny. We need a third guy because I'll be the lookout, obviously. You'll be the lock. And we need a getaway driver. And you can't do that, Bill. You're blind. We need a third accomplice. It's important. Blind, and I will say this, and don't tell him I said this. This is going to sound a little mean, but it's also very true. His girlfriend's not a looker. His girlfriend is um, not so easy on the eyes. His... Uh, you know how this is, I don't know if it's derogatory or it's, it's, you can, you know what a dime piece is? It refers to a lady who metaphorically is a 10 out of 10, okay? Uh, Bill's girlfriend is a penny. 
He's definitely, I'm talking like kind of yellow, sallow skin, crooked teeth. But it doesn't matter to Bill because, well, he enjoys her courageous heart and uh, her conviviality and her congeniality. He's also fucking blind. So there it is. And I mean that literally. He's blind and he's fucking. He's so. There's been a lot of uh, medical innovations lately. And uh, one puzzle they can't seem to crack is blindness. The near impossible puzzle. I feel like they actually gave up. Innovators gave up trying to solve blindness. It feels like 50 years ago. Because if you go to the doctor and you're an amputee, they're going to say, here's a here's an AI designed 3D printed leg. If you go to the doctor and you're like hard of hearing, they'll say, hey, here's some lithium powered Bluetooth hearing aids. But when Bill goes to the doctor because he's blind, they're like, here's a stick. It employs the same technology as 1950s tap dancers. He's like, oh, man, that's all you have for me is a stick? I thought you said you had a few. Th Are you putting a dog in my lap? Ah, stick in a dog. It's hard being blind. Like, why, why does being blind always accompanying with having to pick up dog shit? Groping around. It's, it's not fair. I didn't make the rules. Though. It's not fair. It's, now you're blind. Now you have to blindly pick up dog shit. Not fair, Bill. Anyway, that's about all I have to say about Bill. He's blind. Did I, did I mention that? Okay. I'm Paul Robertson. Have a good night. Give it up for Paul, everybody. Paul. All right. Next up to the stage. Maya, you're in here. Okay. Awesome. I want to make sure you didn't have to leave for your thing. Are you, are you holding up a juice box? Oh, you can take a coconut water on stage. You do your thing, girl. Everyone, make it loud for Maya Guadalupe Tamayo. Hi guys, how are you? Hey Spencer! <laughs> um, I forgot, I roasted Vicky Beretta last night and I forgot one of the roasts, so this is if she, I'm gonna tell her to listen to this. Vicky! Vicky! <laughs> oh yeah, Vicky? Vicky? Okay, this is because I forgot last night, okay. Vicky Beretta looks like a cross between Tweety Bird and Ariana Grande. But somehow more manic and malnourished, and she cannot whistle for shit. <laughs> That's for you, Vicky. When Vicky tries to fly a kite, she she's in danger of flying away. Okay, okay, that was for Vicky. That was <laughs> we're done with the Vicky only material. Hi guys. <laughs> We have rhinos in the building. <laughs> JD's in the building, you guys. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> I'm undiagnosed bipolar, so I'm al <laughs> I'm allegedly bipolar. Allegedly. Like a crime scene. Um, I was racially profiled uh, back in 2014. I was uh, walking to work early, around 6. I worked at Sprouts in the Vitamins Department. And three cop cars come. And they zoom up on me, tell me to get my hands out of my uh, pockets. And 
they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to work, bitches. And they're like, oh, you fit the profile of someone who just robbed a CVS. Yeah, so I uh, thought about it years later, and you know what? I w thought, what's a creative way to insult a cop that won't kill you? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, insult them, like, kind of like a zinger, but, like, they won't, like, shoot you. Um, I was, like, thinking, like, you know what? Your work ethic is higgledy-piggledy. But he probably wouldn't even know what that word meant, so... <laughs> Um, let's see, uh, I stopped traffic the other day, literally, um, I was just minding my business, uh, waiting to cross the street, and it's a red light for this white man in his white car, and he's undressing me with his eyes, so I notice, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I felt, and, <laughs> and then I look, it turns green, I look back at him, he's still having a moment with me, I look back, it's green, I look, I'm like, dude, it's green. Go. Green, go. Like, I'm not your Pocahontas. John Smith, you need to go. He was, yeah. So, <laughs> there's no Mexicans here to laugh at me, gringos. Todos gringos aquí. Todos. <laughs> None of my material is understood. Oh, only my coconut water understands. My coconuts are more Mexican than the crowd in here. Shantara. I was roasting him online. I was cyberbullying him actually earlier. So I could roast him, but I won't because he's such a sweet man uh, with a lot of great jokes. Um, I'm going to leave. Uh, Gigi, thank you for your laughter. Thank you, Mutiny Radio and Spencer and Emily and all the people I don't know. Wait, wait. Do you want me to roast you? Throw it out? Okay, I'll throw it out. How did Sean Durham find the audacity, this thumb-looking individual, to speak his truth? Tell me. <laughs> When he finally grows his hair out, he'll get pussy again. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> Give it up for my everybody. I feel like Sean used to come here as therapy, and now he needs therapy because of us. So, uh, and also, I like how we were talking about how there's no Mexicans, and then Sean got here, and we were all like, Sean! <laughs> like the whitest, me and you are the whitest people. Really? My sisters are Mexican, fun fact, so that's interesting. Okay, moving on from this topic, Albert Lynn is our next comedian. Please make it loud for Albert Lynn, everybody! Go crazy at Mutiny Radio. Uh, my mom recently learned the phrase, my bad. She's been saying it. I, I hate that phrase. Um, but she doesn't even use the phrase right. Like, she'll point at me and be like, my bad. It's very messed up. I, I, I like that phrase a lot. Well, I, I know I just said I hate it, so I'm... I feel like he's a cartoon character or something like that. <laughs> Holy shit. He comes... Okay, never mind. But, um, yeah, I really like that phrase. Sometimes I'll say... I'll be in a conversation, and I'll be like, I'm sorry. And then later I'll be like, actually, can I downgrade that to a my bad? <laughs> like, can I actually downgrade that to a whoopsie? I didn't fucking. Sometimes, like, I'll, like, say sorry to somebody. Like, my girl, I don't really only say sorry to my girlfriend. That's it. That's the only person. I'm always saying sorry to her. Like, I'm always doing something wrong. But, I like, a lot of times I'll say sorry, and then she'll be like, yo, you don't look sorry, though. So now I just got to take acting classes. That's what I got to do. Okay. 
wrote that today. It did not seem to work. Um, sometimes I'll like try to get her forgiveness. So I'll like buy her food. So I'll, like buy her, like a a big one I get is Taco Bell. So I'll buy her Taco Bell and then she'll just eat it and still not. She'll still be mad. And I'm like, because now I'm like now she's not just angry. She's like angry and full, which is kind of the worse, I guess. I, uh, I went into a bank recently, and here's something I realized about banks is nobody really robs banks anymore. Like, I feel like if you walked into a bank with a gun and you're like, this is a stick-up, they'd be like, Do you, did you download the Wells Fargo app? There's actually a menu option for robbing us now. You got to get that first. Man, I used to live behind a creek, and one time these three guys, they, they just robbed a bank, like, near my house, and they were just running through the creek. And, like, they had no getaway car, and I guess their co- shoes were that comfortable. Like, their, get- <laughs> their getaway car was Skechers. And, um, cool. That's it. That's all I got on the bank stuff. This is fun. <laughs> I, energy. I've been listening to a bunch of classical music recently just because it's the only kind my girlfriend won't sing along to. She's like, what is this? I'm like, exactly. I I've been thinking, like, there's like a lot of SoundCloud rappers like now, but I wonder what it was like for classical music, like if they had their own version of the SoundCloud rapper. There's some guy living in the stables. And he's like, Mom, can you get me a smaller stick? This one hurts my wrist. You know, because they got the fucking, they're waving. Over-explaining, very fun. <laughs> Over-explaining. Um, I bought some frozen yogurt recently, and yeah, frozen yogurt. I call it fro- Froyo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I was waiting for that this entire set. <laughs> nice. Laugh on Froyo. Um, and outside, like, I was walking out the store, and a lady stopped me, and she's like, do you have a moment? And I was like, no, I got frozen yogurt. It's time sensitive. And she was like, I need to talk to you. But you know what? This has been fun. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Good times. Thank you. Oh, keep it going, everybody, for Albert Lynn. I lost my list for a second, and I was panicking. You can tell when I have anxiety. Okay, next up to the stage, make it loud for GT, everybody. Woo! What's up, what's up, what's up? Happy Friday, Mutiny Radio, happy Friday. Spencer Divine, how, how does it feel like to look at your past? Where, well, I want you, but uh, how does it feel like looking at your past? Oh, sorry. How does it feel like to look at your past? Okay. <laughs> you want what? what? When you were? When you were in India? Okay. I'm saying uh, I used to date a girl and everything was going just fine. We were in love. And then due to some religious region reasons, uh, uh, she became a terrorist. Uh, laugh. Okay. I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I went to the Castro uh, recently and Castro is all about love, right? They don't conform. But something bad happened. My car was broken into. And then they put some pride flags in my car. And they d- didn't steal anything. I want to make a self-driving car and I will sell it to kidnappers. That dri- that car will kidnap kids. You can invest in Kidnapify is the name of my startup. It's not working or the joke is working. Maya, tu comedy, tu comedia es fantastico. India becomes the first nation to land at South Pole on moon. So we have ignored the current problems, which are overpopulation, illiteracy, rapes, 
no women empowerment malnourishment corruption and we are happy hey, moon we are on we are on the moon we are trying to find <laughs> you know why uh, someone gave me a hey gd you have to be proud why be you know what moon has a lot of helium we can bring that helium to earth and we can oh so will that solve wife beating problems uh, no it will only give money to capitalist people oh then we are good okay no we are fine i'll pay my tax on time no problem i'm in america i need green card fuck that shit there's nothing written i have a question i don't have problem <laughs> i don't have problems with unwanted pregnancy that's fine sometimes the the condom breaks sometimes you are too high it's okay but why do you leave the kid uh, near a trash can why can't they choose like a cleaner place like dubois triangle that's where i was found i'm kidding i'm first found at caltrain station what well, why my therapist recently told me to start meditation and stop staring at her tits i don't like both these advices dude okay therapy is a scam okay uh it's a scam but you have you guys noticed that if you start observing i've started observing i don't need therapy i'm observing like someone told me that observe your thoughts like you are at top of the hill and you're ob observing the world if if you can observe your thoughts like this is a ted talk not a joke but so i observe and i became mellow all of a sudden and then i went to therapy she's like you were your hands were shivering last time you were anxiety and all how are you so mellow down i i'm curious and then my my answer was it's good to be curious okay i don't need therapy from today thank you she's still thinking it's fine the tit stirrer is all of a sudden mellowed down why is it called a drive through why is not called drive stop order collect pay through i went to the dmv recently thank you maya I went to the DMV recently in the Delhi city because San Francisco DMV is just too racist for me. Okay. I'm <laughs> I passed my driving test by the way. Yeah, all my problems are solved now. I don't even have a car. What's that? Hey, thanks man. Thank you. I'll support. Thank you. Thanks for the support. But I still take the bus. I don't even know why. I have both the real ID and the driver's license now. And no happiness. this joke is not going anywhere i am going to take a gummy now but thank you so much for coming have a great long weekend don't do drugs while doing comedy but otherwise you can sleep and uh, fuck fuck everything else bye spency uh, see you tonight at the castro bye just uh just a little bit of drugs just the ones that grow organically i'm just kidding okay <laughs> next up that's a perfect way to introduce sean durham everybody give it up for sean durham durham sean he's not laughing <laughs> so excited You guys have all been doing great tonight. This is the best. <laughs> Sometimes I do feel like this mic makes us worse. I don't I don't know, but I'm going to talk this out and if you don't laugh the whole time, I'm okay with it. 
I used to teach middle school children, unfortunately. Um, for all you comedians, if you have a job, uh, do you guys have to? Uh, do you guys have to take those uh, those sexual harassment courses that are like so easy that people doing the harassing are getting the questions right? I I feel like with those courses, like. If you learn anything, that's sort of a problem. Like you shouldn't. Like I feel like if you get out of one of those, and you're like, oh, so it hasn't been appropriate that I've been giving out surprise massages. You're the problem at work. Okay. I don't know where I want, what I want to say after that. So teachers have to take those sexual harassment courses, but then we have like a second version that's the same questions but about children like one of the questions i remember word for word said like is it appropriate to approach a child and hug them as long as they don't say no like that's obvious right it depends am i hard cool it's even better when no one laughs at it. It's great to be up here. <laughs> Shut, up. Shut up. Shut up. I'm trying to remember the rest of this. I just, I don't understand why you'd hire me if you think I need this quiz. Like, why do you need me to prove to you that I'm not a pedophile? annually like one year i'm gonna walk in and be like wow 31's feeling different hey uh this is going great right now for everybody so glad you've joined 31's feeling different can't wait to start experimenting sexually and morally I think I'm just going to be in this joke the whole time. Sweet. I can see the time from here. Okay. Good. Um, What comes after this part? I – oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you can go ahead. I can see. Oh, wait, is it eight seconds? Oh, am I over? Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'll get to the end of this. I'll get to the end of this. Um, I feel like if I had any – of those feelings inside of me, they were killed by being a teacher. Because, like, after spending every day with hundreds of children, I just could never imagine myself doing something so depraved as wanting to spend more time with them. How sick do you have to be? I don't even look at kids in public anymore. Like, if a group of them are coming down the road, I'll cross. I'm not afraid. And you might think that's wrong, but I am allowed to say that. My best friend is a child. Okay, I'm done. Keep it going for Sean, everybody. <laughs> what? It's not, wait. Go up there and test it. Wait, is the mic not working? Well, you got, someone should tell me that, and then I'll, I'll make, we'll make it Scott. Oh, don't look at him. He doesn't like to be looked at. We'll make, we'll make it work. I don't know. Yeah, no. No, wait. Spencer, 
is talking in it. Let's see. Let's see. Eh. Bear I mean, with us, Instagram. We're fixing. Just, you can just hear it because I'm loud. <laughs> like, uh, will, you, will you swap for one of the other ones, Spencer? That's up there. Just switch it the stands and we'll switch it so everyone can. Thank you. And then let's see. Who is here? Is Emma here? No. Jack is here, <coughs> right? Okay, give me just a second. You can go up, Jack. Let's get the mic thing and then. Hello. All right. Is, is the mic working? This, is this working? Tonight is a total is just ball of chaos. We're going to give it up for I Emma Brennan. Do you hear anything? Can you hear anything? I mean, but through the speaker? Or is it just because I'm I think talking? this is working. You sound louder. If the mic is working, is it is it working? Is it good? We good? Is this thing on? It sounds like it's sounds working. Sounds like it's on. Give it up for Emma Brennan, everybody! Hell yeah! Let's hop right into it. I got my vagina waxed recently. Hell yeah, dude! The reason why, reason why, is I broke up with my boyfriend of five years. Dude, and I needed a method of self-harm that also gave me some confidence. That's, fuck yeah, am I right? No, I, I, it was, it was, the lady kept calling me brave. I'm not brave. I'm depressed in vain. That's, I will say the weirdest part of the entire experience. Maya, have you ever gotten your vagina wax before? No, yes? Okay. Oh, amazing. Look at this. Okay, guys. Weirdest part, part of the whole experience is when they start to get to, like, the asshole region. I did not react in the way that I thought I would. Dude, I laughed. <laughs> if you're ever in the mood for, like, a strangely surprising good laugh, I suggest finding a lady with, like, firm fingers some goo in the streets they they're desperate for money and they definitely have goo you know i i i, I genuinely recommend at some point in your life sean you should try to get your asshole waxed it's it's a pretty fucking fun time um i keep having people come up to me and asking me if i'm queer no, that's fair. Like, I do, I've been told I present lesbian, so, like, I'm okay with it. But, like, the answer is, like, eh. Like, I have had sex with girls, but only when I'm, like, drunk and horny. And that's, it's, it's not, it's not the same, though, as liking girls. Because, like, if someone were to ask me what my favorite fast food restaurant is, I'd be, like, I kind of fuck with Jack in the Box, but only if I'm drunk and hungry. You know, like, you're going to take what you can get. When you're in the mood and it's late at night, that's okay. That one didn't work here. That's fine. That one's worked other places. That's cool. That's cool. I was at a I was at a checkout, and they gave me the line like I was like checking out like items at like a store. You know, word checkout I feel like is vague, but I was at a checkout, and they were like, "Nice choice." I feel like you just say that to, and it's 10:30 in the morning. And I'm buying Red Bull and whiskey. I'm not making I'm not making good choices today. You don't need to Nice. This is fun. 
here's another one that I've been liking. Um, I really like this show. A lot of people don't. Uh, a lot. I don't know if this is relatable to you guys. It might not be. A lot of my favorite bands from high school are all canceled now because of allegations of sexual misconduct with under underage girls. It is so disappointing. I was at all of the shows. Like, I was so close to, like, what about me too, you know? Like, <laughs> I was so close, man. Okay, how much time do I have? A minute? Great. Um, I have small tits. It's okay. I... <laughs> It's it's conflicting. Like I want to have body positivity, and like I like my small tits. Like I could go braless. I don't. I choose not to, just cause like I have weirdly long nipples. And like I I want to have bo I want to have body positivity for like everyone but myself, cause it's like it's weird when your boob looks like it has a set of smaller boobs. Cool. I thought of that today, and <laughs> I'm gonna work on that at some point. My name's Emma. Bye. Give it up for Emma. I didn't say this because the mic wasn't working, but she just got back from traveling all over the place, and I have missed her dearly. And also, fun fact about getting your legs waxed, Maya, don't go, or Emma, if you ever do it again. I don't, I rarely do it because of this story. I went for a 35-mile bike ride the day before I got my first bikini wax, and I couldn't lay my legs down flat enough. You know, they make you sit in a butterfly. So not only am I just like pantsless from the waist down with some strange girl spreading goo on my fucking like, you know, lady bits. Now she's like, come on, lay fucking down. And she's like pushing. It's, it was awful. Anyway, hey, is Jack here? <laughs> okay. And Kelly Evans isn't here, right? All right. Then in that case, let's make it very loud for Jack Weiler, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Um, all right. I'm going to be telling a story today. I, uh, it was the first weekend of my sophomore year of college. Uh, not only was this the first weekend back at school, I hadn't been with anyone in any romantic capacity for six months prior. Because uh, six months prior, I'd become completely infatuated with this girl. Like, she had everything I wanted. She was smart. She was quick-witted. She was into the same weird, like, liberal arts subgenres of Twitter as me. And uh, I just felt like I could be myself around her. Um, I was never bored, and we just could talk for hours. Like, the last night we ever hung out, we did talk for, like, six hours on a crosswalk. You know, all I could think about was her, and all she could think about was her new boyfriend, Adrian. Uh, but I just lost all self-confidence as it came to dating after that. Um, I just felt so inferior to that dude, Adrian. Like, he was taller, older. Uh, he was going to work as an investment banker at J.P. Morgan when he graduated. Like, I couldn't compare to that, because I have a soul. Um, but... No matter how hard I tried to think about dating, I just couldn't imagine anyone else matching up, uh, right? Because, like, to me, there's no better quality in a woman than complete disinterest in me. Uh, like, that whole summer, I was just back at my parents' house in Boston thinking about her, looking at Adrian's LinkedIn. And uh, at some point, I downloaded Tinder to try to, like, distract me. And uh, I was just addicted to swiping. Like, at some point, my, like, dating preferences got so wide, I was matching up with, like, 37-year-old paralegals in Narragansett, Rhode Island, like, I, I don't, that was never going to work out between us. Uh, so by the time I, like, got back to school, I was, I was ready to, like, find a nice 20-year-old, like, maybe pre-law student at best. But, uh, like I said, at that point, I was just, like, super afraid of rejection. Um, and I, uh, uh, 
So I just would be at this like party, like floating around the vicinity of different girls, like not saying anything. Um, and then at one point, like it, ca- it got to like 12:45 in the morning, and the party was about to end, and I was pretty tired, right? Because like not talking to girls for two hours gets gets pretty tiring pretty quickly. Um, but uh, yeah, I I see this one girl though right before I'm ready to leave, and her friend looking over at me. And uh, like long enough, or I was like, all right, I can probably go like say hello without like killing myself. And uh, then the other one left after we're talking. Clearly, leaving me with the one that was interested. And uh, at this point, I kind of felt like the same way about her as I feel about plums, right? Like I I'd never go out of my way to go get like get one, but like if it's like right in front of me, like I'll fuck it. Um, all right. But uh, <laughs> at that at that point, like I had already convinced myself that hooking up with her was like something I needed to like get my confidence back. So uh, we start walking back to my place, and uh, the whole time, like, we hadn't even touched each other. Like, we were so disinterested in each other. It was like we both, like, had this implicit understanding that the other had cooties or something. But uh, we get to back to my place. We start making out. Uh, and then, like, I start fingering her. And after a few minutes, I'm like, oh, hey, do you want to have sex? And she goes, you're not making me wet. Yeah, I thought that was, like, a, a pretty convoluted way to say, yeah, just not with you. Um <laughs> Uh, but I was just like, all right, like, what do you want to do? And she, uh, she goes, I'll just give you a blowjob. And I was like, okay, don't sound so happy about it. But, uh, she, uh, she pulls down my pants and is like, wow, you have the biggest balls I've ever seen. (laughs) And I want to note, she did not say the biggest dick she's ever seen. Uh, So now I'm not only self-conscious about like dating, I'm now feeling like I've been walking around this earth with a baby carrot and two apples. And, uh, <laughs> and like, and, uh, can you buzz me when I'm at time also? I don't know how long this is going to go. Uh, and, uh, I was like, I don't even know what that means. She goes, oh, it means you're really good at getting girls pregnant. <laughs> I don't know if she saw, like, a Nerf gun commercial and, like, just heard them go, like, the bigger it is, the harder it shoots. But, like, I don't think that that applies to my dick and balls. Okay, I'm going to end there. Give it up for Jack, everybody. We learn more about his dating life every day. Um, and now he's get wait. Oh, okay, sorry. I keep drawing attention to people going to the bathroom tonight, and that time it wasn't even on purpose, so that's cool. I'm awkward, too. Hey, guess who it is? It's Spencer Devine, everybody. Here he comes. Well, give it up for Spencer. Woo! What a... What an off-puttingly casual intro! Look, I wa- was not even ready for it. Yeah, who would <laughs> who would call attention to someone using the bathroom? Jack, are you taking a shit? <laughs> Jack, are you taking a shit? Jack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a. Sk- <laughs> I'm gonna start off with a couple. Oh, phew. Phew. It's okay. It's okay, guys. We can keep going with the impressions. Uh, this is my impression of the world's loudest mime. Okay, thank you. He washed his hands. Just had to see. World's loudest mime. Uh, this next impression is of, how was it? 
You can turn off the light. We got an energy bill, bro. Uh, this is California. It's real. Rolling blackouts. It's not as fun as it sounds. Okay. Uh, this is the world's quietest ventriloquist. Okay. Thank you. Uh, this. Uh, okay. I'm gonna dabble in um dirty comedy. So this is my joke. Um, if I was Mark Neuer. Okay. Shut the fuck up, GD! <laughs> okay, no, that's not part of the joke, but that's that's what he would have said. Okay. Uh, so I recently went to the dentist, you fucks, because I have an ever-longing need to fill all of my holes. Okay? My asshole, yes. My pee hole, maybe. My mouth hole, oh. So why not my fucking teeth holes, right? Insurance is paying for it. I'm going to get some free drugs. Finger, finger, throat, fuck me until I come. Okay? Now this guy has the fucking nerve afterwards to say, oh, he's going to give me a toy. But it's not a fucking flashlight. It's a fucking styrofoam plane. How am I gonna put that in my ass? I can't. At least give me a toothbrush. That way, when I'm jacking off, I can stick it so far up my anus, I can brush my teeth at the same time. Thank you. That's the end of that joke. I just, <laughs> I just, wrote, I just wrote that right now, so it's fine. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, my friend asked me, Spencer, if you could be any animal, what kind of animal would you be? And I'm like, I think I would be a koala. And I looked up koalas, and I'm like, what do koalas do? They sleep 90% of the time. They wake up to eat drugs, poop, and then go back to bed. Guys, I might be a fucking marsupial already. I don't know. Not to be confused with someone who goes to the Olive Garden and asks for seconds on minestrone. That's a more soup and bowl. Thank you. It's just a marsupial pun. And I asked him, I'm like, you know, it's fair to ask, what kind of animal would you be? And he's like, I would be a goat. What? Oh, it's like a sheep, but different. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant, but it pisses me off because technically he's absolutely right. <laughs> it's like a sheep, but different. And you can explain anything that way. You're like, hey, what is getting punched in the neck? Well, it's kind of like a sheep, but different. What is undue process? Well, it's kind of like a sheep, but different. What are the American people? Well, they're kind of like a sheep, but exactly the same. Okay, and I'm like, but uh, so I'm like, not why. I didn't mean what is a goat. I meant why would you be a goat? And he's like, I want to be able to eat tin cans. What? Out of all the miracles of the animal kingdom, did you guys know that fucking octopuses can fit through a like a keyhole? And, and and monkeys can use tools, and dolphins are psychic and can tell the future. That's why they're always screaming. <laughs> and you want to be a goat? 
because you're too lazy to go to like Home Depot and buy a can opener. You're like, I'll rather wait until I hypothetically get turned into a goat by a witch. Easily the worst animal to magically be transformed into. Okay, because even if you walk up to someone and you're like, hey, hey, my name is Jeff What's-His-Face, and I was cursed by a witch, and now I'm a goat until I can learn some message about my inner beauty matching my outer beauty and communicating with the world, and I need someone on the human side to help me break the curse. All you need to do is smooch me on the snout. I think them's the rules. And the person will just look at you and say, Whoa, it's screaming like a human. <laughs> like that, that's it. You'll be stuck as a goat forever. Thank you so much. I'm Spencer Devine. Woo! Thank you so much, Spencer. I'm sorry that I all of my intros have been casual. <laughs> I just felt like everyone was was feeling casual with me. Um, you're all doing amazing. Thank you for being here. Okay, so we have, I think, a break in the list. So I just wanted to see who's here. So no Kelly Evans, right? No Cavita? Um, Raphael's not here, so Chris Williams, you're here, right? Make it loud for Chris Williams, everybody. What's happening? Hell yeah, happy uh, September. It's the first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. Who in here broke as fuck? Hey, yeah. Y'all not broke? You open micer? Lying. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm I'm new. I just heard all the open micers out here live like at Dolores and shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just really broke like that. Like, I got four loads out of one Tide Pod earlier today. It was wild. I'm broke. I'm a. I'm noticing shit. I'm stressed. I'm noticing shit I ain't never noticed, bro. Looked at my fucking uh, Wells Fargo card. Shit said platinum debit. Nigga, as a concept, platinum debit. What does that mean? Platinum. I'm gonna get y'all wheels turning on this shit. Hold up. That's just as a con that's just sh it's just on the list of shit that just don't exist. Salisbury steak, tilapia, Bermuda Triangle, shit like this. I equality as a concept. These things don't exist. Um like what's platinum about no overdraft protection? Not shit. Wheels is turning. Hold up, hold up. I got y'all. I swear to God. I can't leave these niggas, though. I, I've been with them for 12 years. Wells Fargo. And it's to the point where now it's cool. Like, I can use these 12 years to, like, get, like, like when I get that little uh, $35 charge. You know that shit they give you for, like, not having money? Y'all are not making enough noise. I know y'all have subscriptions, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> Stop playing me up here. I have them. Shit. Yeah. 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 Um, no, nah, I could call them with anything. 12 years, I call them with anything. I, I told these niggas my job died one time. 
And without skipping the beat, they was like, rest in peace. And you know we're going to get you right. $35, don't even worry about it. It's nothing, nigga. You a Wells Fargo general, nigga. OG. We finna take care of that. On God, we finna take care of that. I don't know why this white lady was talking to me like this. But she took that shit off. She made sure she took that shit off. Like, hell yeah. I was like, man, I can't. I can't do this shit nowhere else, bro. You try this shit at Chase. New customer. The nigga finna chase me around my block for that 35, man. Ain't it $200 to, like, sign up with them? I can't can't do that. I don't have respect with them. I don't have no cred. For real, for real. I was like, man, I, if I call Chase with a little bullshit story, I might fuck outside, look out, fuck around, look outside, and my car is gone. Like you niggas, you niggas took my paid off car. It was thirty five dollars. I don't know. I think I'm finna chase me a little credit union. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. If you got it, don't don't yell it out right now. Just wait till after the show. I don't, I don't need niggas to know how I'm moving and shit. But I'm gonna need it before the fifth. All right, that's my time. I'm Chris Williams, y'all. Thank y'all. Give it up for Chris Williams, everybody. Uh, Is there anybody else here that wanted to go up that hasn't gone up? You went up, sweetie. I'm going to go up and tell some jokes to whoever is (laughs) here. You don't have to stay, but I'm going to go do it. Oh, thanks, yeah. GD, thank God for you. <laughs> we all count on GD to feel uh, like we don't want to die. So <laughs> that was also a Mark Neuer style joke. Uh, all right, I texted him a picture of that of that picture, Spencer, and I was like, Spencer's being you right now, and I'm about to actually die. This is awesome. Uh, okay, I wrote some new stuff recently. I'll just tell you my new stuff, and then I'll let everybody leave. Thank you for listening to this. So. I have been uh, I've been thinking a lot about a TV show that I used to watch uh, called Tool Academy. It aired on MTV. I don't know if you're familiar, if anybody watched it, but uh, they gathered 15 shredded dudes uh, to compete for this thing called Mr. Awesome, and it was otherwise known as America's Top Alpha Male, right? Which obviously did not age well. It's like giving very much Andrew Tate, uh, but these guys get there only to find out that their girlfriends tricked them into going to douchebag camp. Seriously. If you haven't seen it, the series is, uh, I would compare it to, like, The Biggest Loser, except none of these guys are fat, and they're all still literally the biggest losers you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I've probably told you guys this one before, but I'm, I'm trying to tack it on to the, to the Tool Academy joke. I'm trying to raise awareness for uh, a TV show, a spinoff of the TV show that you guys have probably seen, uh, Love is Blind, right? Um, I, you know, you don't have to like Love is Blind, but we all know what it is. I fast forward to when the marriages fail, right? You know, none of us are in it for the happiness. We're comedians, and we're the only ones here, so we all know <laughs> what we're doing when we watch that show. Um, but it pisses me off because they're all like, ooh, we're an experiment. Like, they're being scientific. And, like, they're not being fucking scientific. They just feed everyone booze and, like, try to fuck up their lives. And I want to do a real experiment. You know, I want to I want to do the science that they haven't done. I want to create love is blind with actual blind people. 
just stumbling around in the darkness, touching each other's faces, reaching out for love, you know, passionate. Uh, I say, fuck it, let's do Love is Blind on the spectrum, you know? You don't have to put your name on it, but you'd watch it when you're home alone, you'd hit play. It would be the best numbers Netflix has ever seen. I really think that. Uh, that's going to be what gets me canceled one day. So, <laughs> so uh, my friend is out of town right now, and she breeds hairless cats, and I'm, I'm taking care of them. Uh, and I don't know if you guys have taken care of hairless cats before. They're just weird. It's a weird thing to have as a pet, right? And uh, my friend has this pillow thing that they all climb inside of, and they sleep in there, and it's supposed to be cute. Like, I understand that most things in life are better hairless, right? You know? Like Emma talking about getting her coochie waxed. Like, we get it, right? But, like, cats, not better hairless. That is like choosing to have Gollum as a pet, okay? Has anyone here ever put their hand in, like, a little pile of hairless kittens? So cute. Yeah, it's not. It's like dunking your arm into a bag of old man balls. It's gross. They're just warm and fuzzy and, like, kind of moist for some reason, like a box of overly ripe peaches. I like that one. Um, <laughs> my uncle named his butthole Precious. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Gigi. <laughs> um, this is, this is, my uncle just had a medical scare that has to do with his butt, and I was like, oh, well, good timing, because I just wrote a joke about Precious. Um. But yeah, my uncle calls his butthole precious, and I used to tell people this, just like, because I th always thought it was funny, and I said it at a holiday party one year, and I was like, my uncle calls his butt precious, and he goes, it's my butthole, from the other room, and I was like, Jesus Christ, bro, okay. Uh, and it's weird, because, like, there's a lot of things in life that are precious, like babies are precious, life itself is precious, but not your butthole, you know what I mean? Uh, and then I was like, my uncle is a fucking genius. Because we'll be in, like, social situations that he wants to get out of with the family. And he'll be like, Precious has got to get out of here, you know? And we tried to stop him once, and he shit on the stairs. And we were doing feedback on jokes recently, and Lauren Kraut, she's I love her. She was like, I don't get that part of the joke. And I was like, nobody does, Lauren, because my uncle actually pooped on the goddamn stairs. And I'm trying to make a joke out of it. Uh, but it, like, <laughs> it wouldn't be the same if, like, your uncle got drunk at the family Christmas party and said the same thing about his penis, you know? If he was like, Willie's got to get out of here and started unzipping his pants like your mom would call the cops, right? Okay, that's the new stuff. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you for coming. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Scotto.
Da ba da da. 
the Jersey side. Hem, hem. Hem, hem. The jim jam jumping job makes you hip hip on the mellow side. Skiddle-a-boo, skiddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle-a-diddle
gentlemen.
You're slipping in the darkness all day music. The Cisco Kid, the world is a ghetto. That's here for him. War! And letting you know Without any stinky little romance That'll really be all you need You eat your cookies You take a chance Don't feed me whiskey Gin and wine Could be yeah. Cook and serve me Something tasty to chew And maybe I realize That all I'm really longing for Is you Go to 
cycle hitting on two. Pop, 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 time for daylight to die each evening long about when night time is nigh comes a feeling such a lonely
to sleep at the same time every night the world would die die deserved, though not what I expected. Wearing a dark but shiny thrift store suit and my slick straw hat, I rode the bus to Brighton and stepped out on the Lake Street. Walked for ten minutes and then knocked on her door. It opened quickly. Five years, but she wasn't surprised. In fact, it seemed as if she had been waiting. Hello, I said. She smiled as big as I ever remembered and punched me in the face. Hello, she said, and closed the door without slamming it. The sky was bluer than I thought it would be. Boston was polluted in my memories. I picked myself up off the sidewalk and touched my numb cheek. I think she broke some bones. Never been knocked down by a man. I can take a punch. It's a trait I'm proud of, although I would rather be good at ducking, blocking, or hitting first. Oddly enough, the woman who cleaned my clock once told me with obvious distaste that everything I wrote ended in violence. For most of a 1,600-mile train ride, I had been working on a line. I've come to ask your forgiveness. You're back in town, Lisa blurted out incredulously. Didn't you burn every bridge and drain the river? I tried to talk to Brainy Dazzle. She decked me. And? And? And I smoked a joint at the bus stop, caught the 57, and ended up here. How about a Guinness? She moved off down the bar to draw my pint. I had traveled to the city that hated me most. So you came back to see Brainy D. Lisa put the mug down in front of me. Everybody. I came to apologize to everybody about everything. Saint asshole, Lisa said in her all too familiar sarcastic tone. We had once been lovers or roommates or something in between. I left last time in a hurry. You ran away like you always do. Frosty Schneeman wants to knock things down or blow things up or mix them with grain alcohol and drink them. In his white shoes, he looks like a dentist gone bad or a demented accountant, although he is neither. Some would call him a gambler, but he refuses to rely on luck. They tell me things. Whether he means the horses, jockeys, trainers, or owners is unclear. He walked into the crowded bar and found me. I knew you'd be in a corner or against the wall. Lisa works here, you know. I spoke with her, but the boss came in and I was worried he would recognize me. Banned for life, Frosty said. What a jerk you were that night. I didn't ask to be heckled, and you told the guy what to say. You didn't have to swing your bass at his head. I know, I could have heard it. I love my bass. Schneeman sputtered with laughter. Your accuracy with that bottle as he retreated was something to behold. When I was good, I was real good. The next afternoon, we piled into Schneeman's caddy and drove to Smiley's for breakfast. The usual gang of rockers and rollers was there eating with sunglasses on. 
Occasionally, someone would run out the side door to vomit in the alley. Making the scene was a full-time job, and not everyone had the constitution for it. We saw an empty table in the back. On the way, I spotted a face trying to hide behind the napkin dispenser. It was Franklin Russo, in from the suburbs for a nostalgic omelet, leather jacket and all. Oh, Jesus, he said to his wife, the conundrum's here. I walked over. Shirley got up and went to the restroom. He nodded his head, but said nothing. I reached out for a handshake. He didn't put down his fork. John, if you want to talk about the band, forget it. We weren't that good to begin with. I just want to apologize for cutting out without word or warning. It was wrong. He stared at me. I hear you're writing now, I said. Yes. Books? Scripts? Magazine articles. Oh, porno. Ladies' home housekeeping, he admitted after making sure no one was listening. I use a pseudonym. I tried to hold in my laughter. You gotta believe me. It was impossible. He turned red, was pissed, tried to collect himself. I heard you write too, you fucking redundant conundrum. Who's your publisher, the corner copy store? Someone took my arm and tried to lead me to where Frosty, Pete, and the rest of them were sitting. Have a nice heart attack, you fat bastard, I said, and sat down with my remaining friends. This conscience-clearing thing isn't going as well as I had anticipated. I told you, Frosty said, give up. You're an ego-driven machine, admit it, and get on with your life. But I want to be good. Evil Pete smirked. What is good, posed Frosty Schneeman with his arms outstretched. What makes choice A right and choice B wrong? Is it pain given, pain received? I recall the nuns telling us that every time we moved our heads it killed brain cells. I sat still for years. You can't keep still and you're clumsy with power. I didn't have to insult Franklin. I could have walked away. He's not that fat. Maybe I'll go tell him. Frosty shook his head. You like confrontation, and there's nothing wrong with that, except while I'm eating. He is kind of bald, though. Hey, Franklin, where do you get your poodle groomed? He made an obscene gesture with a piece of wheat toast. You need to have some fun, said Delilah. She had pulled me from Franklin's table. Her hand was on my thigh. I was as stiff as Connecticut jazz. At five o'clock, we drove to the south end and turned on Harrison Avenue. We stopped in front of 496. I'd lived there for years, and they crashed down like an avalanche. I had roommates then that I hardly spoke to. One more capes and made up a language which he kept hidden in secret notebooks. He gave me some acid on the 4th of July. I said thanks, went into my room and tripped alone. A month later, he killed himself. Isolation? I wonder who lives here now. There was a small crowd gathered in the parking lot. Some sat on lawn chairs. Frosty removed a large canvas bag from the trunk. Three males and four females, all clad in orange jumpsuits, stood before Evil Pete awaiting instructions. Clear it out, he told them. They entered the building and split up. Each group took a floor. Sunshine's Custard Machine and Decapitational Services Limited, it said on the jumpsuits. What's going on, Pete? Landlord kicked everybody out so they can turn the place into a health club. We're filing a complaint. A complaint? A very loud complaint. The orange team came down the stairs. Secure it, said Pete. Two of them nailed plywood across the door. Showtime. One of them drove Frosty's car away. It was Sunday. And the neighborhood, now that the last lofts were gone, was strictly industrial. 
We retreated to a roof across the street. Schneeman set up a director's chair. He was dressed in a white tux, German tank boots, and stainless steel top hat. He had a remote control in his hand. Let us savor this moment, he said, before the bricks are freed to gravity. No motivation Jones was anxious for once. Don't be shy, let that fucker rip. But when it's done, it's done, Frosty said sadly. Ah, destruction lasts, Pete declared. Creation falls away. Schneeman tipped his heavy hat to 496 and pushed the button. It was a fine thing to see. The secret is to set the smoke canisters off a few seconds before the structural charges. That way, the green mist and purple fog gets forced out through the mayhem. Most of the people at the gathering afterwards were those who seemed to have radar for locating parties, even in foreign countries and strange states. Filler, Limey calls them. Maybe I knew more of the revelers than I was willing to admit. I looked at faces and too much came back. In the room were many I had made music with in one gig bands such as Stretchmark Carcass, Plunger, Fourteen Pokes, and the Plutonium Gyration Expedition. Holding their hands or sharing wine was a collection of females I had known intimately, yet at a great distance. I wish I had more sex with fewer women, I said to Frosty. Screwing without emotion is nowhere, a voice boomed. It was no motivation Jones sneaking in like he was apt to do. The fat lady of Limburg sends her regards. He opened three bottles of Chasse Spleen, which he bought because of the name, and we sat at the kitchen table to drink them. We should have let the wine breathe, Jones said after the second bottle. Yup. I grabbed the two glass corpses and threw them across the room and out the open window they struck the brick wall next door. Who doesn't love that sound? Time swirled past us. We let it go. I stood up and said, I gotta take a whiz. Don't make public everything that goes through your head, suggested no motivation. I, um, blah, I said. The living room was hazy with couples rub-a-dubbing to Sugar Minot. I saw Zag Taxer. I had borrowed his girlfriend one Halloween without his knowledge, not that his knowledge would have helped any. I disappointed her by being a lazy fuck. Her name was Sarah. There was no passion. I phoned it in. She told him. He and I had never spoken since. Now's the time. I didn't think I was drunk, but I didn't think about it too hard. I made for Zag penitent and staggering. I knew there was going to be trouble, Schneeman said later. You had that look. In my eyes? No, between them, where your third eye should be, you have a dirty little scrunched up dark vortex of contracting muscles. On occasion, it emits foul-smelling steam. Oh, that, you've seen it before. That's what I'm saying. I followed you out of the kitchen. You were telling Zag you wanted to make things right by taking Sarah into the bathroom. One more chance, you were pleading, promising to make her a new woman. He swung at you and bounced off like nothing, then you headbutted him like some soccer hooligan and he fell down. I had the best intentions. 